Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole fam to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com you'll know real when you get it it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello. I don't even know how to do the intro. Hello. Happy Monday. We are scrubbing in and it is not Becca Tilly. It is Tanya. It is Mark and it is Easton. Becca is out sick today. So um, it started out that she was going to do the podcast from home. She texted me and was just like, I'm not feeling good. And, uh, I just don't want to get you sick before you go on vacation. And I was like, that's so nice. Thank you so much. And then it quickly went downhill from there and she's just feeling like poop. So she couldn't. Stuff's going around, man. My wife was, was sick all last week. She tested negative for COVID over and over again. But man, she was down. Like there's a really vicious flu going around right now. There's bad strep throat going around right now. It's all kinds of stuff out there. Because I think, is there, is there something to our immune systems being weird after being holed up for years and then suddenly we're we're going to catch everything? I don't know. There's got to be. But let me tell you, I'm just trying to not get any of it because your girl is on a plane going on vacation very soon. So I'm like crossing my T's and dotting my I's for just, just to... Just to <laughs> not catch anything from anybody Good. but i'm just like taking Good counter to have that level of diligence yeah i'm taking counterattack and just trying to drink a lot of water but yeah yeah, it's, good. That's all you can do. Stuff's going around. Um, but there is something that I didn't want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about it without Becca because she's involved in the story. But 
over the weekend. So this is what they call a tease. Yeah. So this is a deep. It'll, it'll be a deep tease because next week oh, like I'm gonna tease. be gone. Um, oh my gosh. Because I'll be on vacation, so it's gonna be in two weeks. We're gonna do the Allie Grant story because we were at JoJo's um, her uh, swimwear event. It was like the to promote her swimwear line with Cupshe. And uh, Allie is one of Becca's best friends and her manager. And she and I were just at the bar and, and Becca came up to us and she was like, what's going on? And we turned to her and we were like, we like each other now. She was like, you guys didn't like each other before. And we were like, nah. And so everybody wants to know the story behind that. Um, and it's a very funny story. And it goes back to like when I first met Allie, but we like totally talked about it at the, this event and like, I wouldn't say squashed it because it wasn't like a beef or anything, but we talked about it. And so I want to share the story because, but I feel like Becca needs to be involved. So there was some weirdness between you and Allie at some point. Our whole relationship. Oh, wow. okay. But, but it wasn't a beef, but like maybe you were like the best friendness was weird. Well, no, because she was like, I thought she was like, I was thinking about it and like, you're one of Becca's best friends and I one of Becca's best friends, but we're not close at all. And I was like, well, yeah, I know that. And so that's kind of where the conversation started. So then we kind of dissected and, okay. and peeled back some things. And so people were very curious. So we will talk about that. And then I got this text from Becca. Um, I think it was yesterday. She wasn't feeling well. And she basically was like, um, hold on. I just want to read it verbatim because it's so funny. She goes, so I'm watching Shit's Creek. I'm on episode five. I haven't laughed yet, but I know people say the first season isn't the best. Am I going to think it's funny eventually? Or is it like, if I'm not laughing now, I won't be laughing later. Oof. I told her to stick with it. I was like, it's the best show I've ever watched. I'm obsessed with it. So I told her to stick with it, but wow. I haven't gotten an update from her. So I don't, I don't remember laughing a lot. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember like laughing out loud that often. Oh, is that weird to say about a comedy that I really liked it, but I didn't laugh that much? I don't know. I laughed a lot. Yeah, I laughed a lot too at that. I think you're just a humorless person, mm. Mark. That's what I think. That could be that. Yeah. But like, yeah. what did you enjoy if you didn't think it was funny? I, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the scenarios. <laughs> I enjoyed the wacky hijinks they got you, into. You enjoyed the situations, but not the comedy. Of I a situational guess, comedy. I don't know. I just, I know my wife and I watched it. I don't think we laughed that much, but I think we enjoyed it. But oh also we never did finish it. So wow, there might be something to that. There's definitely something to that. It wasn't a conscious bail. It was just, we never got back to oh it. Oh my we gosh. Like I want to like, I want to get my feet back in that show. I miss it so much. Like I'm like, I miss them. Mm. Miss the fam. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But I'm way into Barry right now. So there's that. Oh, I love Barry. It's so good. I haven't watched the last couple, but I'm kind of letting them pile up. Yeah. So I can dive. Yeah. I bet we'll probably watch them on vacation. We like to like watch TV shows on vacation. Have you gotten through season one? I think we just finished season one last night. Okay. And I got to say, Stranger Things is excellent. I know that that's like, you know, so 2016 to be talking about Stranger Things, but Lame. wow. Season four is phenomenal. I'm very impressed. I'm kidding. I've, I've been much. hearing a lot of talk about Stranger Things and I gave up on it season two, but now I feel like I want to get back on it because everybody's saying it's so good. It's really good. You know, what's nice also is Netflix has recaps of the previous seasons that you can access. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that because it, it takes me a while to remember what's going on. Oh my gosh. 
that that's pretty much it, you know, like not a whole lot going on. I feel as though, um, before you go on vacation, there's a lot of stress of like all the things you have to do before you leave that it's like almost more stressful. Who's got sunny while you're gone? So, uh, my best, one of my best friends, Raquel, her mom, Heidi is going to watch her. So I made oh, like nice. a contact, mm-hmm. like a little like emergency contact thing. I got all of her food prepared for the week. Um, I'm sending her with all her toys, her crate. It's like a big to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Got her like cleaned up, got her groomed before we like, no, we don't want to leave her like stinky. So just doing all that, all the laundry, getting all my bug spray. You have special doggy bug spray? No, it's yeah, not is for, that for you or it's for you, right? Yeah, yeah, it's for me because I'm like oh. I'm getting eaten alive here in Los Angeles, so I can only imagine it's going to be worse, you know, anywhere else. So I'm just gearing up. Well, Orkin named um, Los Angeles the number one mosquito city in America. I know you're leaving the country, but I, I, I'm not sure necessarily that it would be worse anywhere else. I when I went to Bora Bora that one time when i was eaten alive like i had mosquito bites i probably had like 75 among both my legs like i was in tears my mom had to like wow. put ointment on each one and i was like bawling <laughs> so you know i'm just trying to just trying to be proactive here you know modern woman was this recently or are you a child no this was recent this was like a couple of years ago oh okay all right mm-hmm. like two or three years ago yeah, i'm sorry to hear that it's all right yeah, you showed us the bite on your leg yeah. right now, and that is the size of a softball. Yeah, and it's like bruising, so, you know, we're good. So you're going prepared, though, into this vacation. You're going to just be... Compl- I'm picturing one of those like cartoony like spray bottles just full of noxious bug spray you're going to cover yourself in. <laughs> yeah, but accurate? you want to know what's so funny is that we are trying to carry, carry on our bags. We don't want to check wow. bags. So... Oh... Now, is that to save the money or is that to save the time at baggage claim or both? Well, a little bit of both, but mostly the time because we're doing connecting flights. And so there's nothing more annoying than having to like get your bag in New York to then check it again on your next flight to like. Oh, it doesn't. They don't check don't it they... through because you're changing airlines or something. Yeah, we're changing airlines. Okay. Ah. Mm-hmm. that's annoying yeah so it's really become like a game of tetris like how much can i fit in this carry-on yeah yeah how long are you gone i'll be gone for eight days wow <laughs> in a carry-on wow i'm gonna do some laundry like in the sink you know i'm not above that i'm not above like washing my workout oh my clothes God. in the sink and laying it out to wow. dry <laughs> all right yeah, so that's kind of where my head's at. Are you guys going to miss me? Are you going to like... So much. Oh. I can't speak for Easton, only for myself, but oh, so yeah. much. You'd like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm dreading the moment you leave. Yeah, uh-huh. Sounds like it. So with that being said, um, <laughs> we are going to welcome our guest into the OR. Her name is Ashley Green, and I'm really excited. You may know her from the franchise Twilight. Um, so she was on that and she does kind of like a, one of those like recap watch podcasts for it. It's called the twilight effect. But what really like tickles my pickle with Ashley green. Well, now her name's Ashley green, Corey, cause she's married, but she started this company called Hummingway, and it's all about period and 
wellness and vagina talk. And you know, that's right up my alley. So yeah, when Becca called out sick, I was like, it's okay because I could talk to Ashley Green about periods for days. So we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with Ashley Green to talk about all things period. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Collie Power. Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, travel, dining, and even pets. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Sephora, Macy's, Adidas, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Plus, the membership is free, it's easy to sign up, and cash back rates change daily. You can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. 
The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commissions with its members. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Okay, so I am really excited to welcome our next guest to the podcast because I've been actually wanting, uh, I've been wanting her for a while now and she is here. So please welcome Ashley Green Corey to the OR today. Hello, thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm really excited because, um, so I'm really open about my period and I talk about all the things that have to do with period and it makes people really uncomfortable a lot. And I don't care. <laughs> They'll love me. <laughs> but um, a lot of my, a lot of the Scrubbing In listeners have messaged me about you saying that you would be a great guest because of your, um, because of Hummingway, the company that yeah. you co-founded. And so I kind of was like digging into that. And I also am a fan of Twilight. And so it's just like all, you're just kind of a mix of everything that I love. All the things. So I'm here for it all. <laughs> um, okay. So where should we start? I think we should start period talk. Yeah. Let's dive into it. I was saying I'm like the period person at this point. <laughs> I feel the same way, friend. but you know, what's interesting. Like the other day I was walking to um, the bathroom at work and I was carrying my tampon and I, whenever I go to the bathroom, I carry my tampon out like this because I used to hide it up my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I hiding it up my sleeve? I'm not embarrassed or ashamed that I'm on my period. And so I started walking yeah. around with it out like that. And I posted on Instagram and so many like women messaged me that they are the same way. Yeah, I think that's so wonderful. And it is because I, I think a lot of us were kind of preconditioned to believe that like you get your period, it's a curse and you do everything that you can to hide the fact that you are a woman and go through this life cycle. Um, and now I'm starting to see a lot of people be a lot more kind of bold, um, about being on their period and and speaking about it. And that's kind of, it's beautiful to see, because honestly, that part of the whole reason Hummingway exists is to, give people a platform to be able to communicate and to be able to openly speak about these things. Cause I think for a long time, myself included, like I was just so that it was just a very shameful thing, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it in a bigger scale. Well, right. It's like women make up, I think it's 51% of the population now mm-hmm. and we all have our periods and yet yeah. we can't openly communicate about our trials and tribulations in that area because it's like taboo. Yeah. And I've kind of hit this point and I hope that, you know, eventually everyone will be in in this phase of their life where I'm just like, Oh, I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, but that's not my problem (laughs) at at this point. And like, this is, I mean, the period is now recognized as the fifth vital sign. So there's so much information that your period can give you. and, And there's so much that we still don't know about it. Like until I was 32 years old, I didn't realize that I had phases in my menstrual cycle. Like I was like, what is a luteal phase? Oh, what, like- I'm like so obsessed with my phases. And I'm like, I'm going to get to that project when I start my follicular phase. Cause I'm in my menstrual phase right now. And I'm feeling like really lazy and lethargic. And I just like, don't want to do it. Yeah. And honestly, it becomes this kind of, I think it it becomes this like tool that we can work with. And it is, it's wonderful. I actually just saw a meme the other day where someone was talking about the difference between like Austin, New York and LA and the girl in LA was like, well, I'm in my luteal phase. So I'm just going to wait for, 
<laughs> for the time being until I get back to my follicular phase. And I was like, this is wonderful. Well done LA. Um, but it is kind of, it's nutty. Like once you start paying attention, I always encourage people. I'm like, listen, I think because of the way that we have been fed information about our period for so long, there's a lot to now open your mind to and around. And it seems a bit overwhelming for people at yeah. times. Um, and my advice is always just like, listen, take in as much as you want, but take baby steps. And then it becomes something that is kind of fun and exciting to be able to have control over. And like the biggest thing for me was just like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like that, that one singular thing of at least understanding like, oh, these three days, there is a shift. And the, even if I can't change it, like I know at this moment in time, maybe I'm not as rational, <laughs> um, or maybe I shouldn't go and try and push myself to work out as hard or push myself to be a social. Um, and it's that alone was really huge for me. And then now I can kind of like go in and fine tune, like, Oh, I'm going to change my diet during my luteal phase. I'm going to change how I work out during my luteal phase. Like you really start to kind of fine tune your menstrual cycle and how you kind of engage dependent on that. And I think that's a very cool thing. I was the same way. Like I was like, it's a lot of information to digest, but mm -hmm. I, I, and people come to me asking so many questions and I'm like, I'm definitely not the expert, but I, that's yeah. kind of where I started too. I started kind of realizing what these phases were when I was going through them. And then I started realizing, okay, so I'm going to start working out this way during this phase. And I'm going to kind of incorporate, like, I didn't like, I don't change my diet based on the phase, but I'll mm -hmm. incorporate more foods that are better for that phase if it's easy for me. So it's not like I do a total overhaul. overhaul yeah. It's just like piece by piece. And the thing that I found why I started getting really into this was because I was getting like chronic UTIs, mm -hmm. just like UTI after UTI. And my gyno kept giving me just like prescription after prescription. And I was like, I don't want to be taking antibiotics all the time. This is crazy. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I kind of took it into my own hands and really started like digesting and really kind of being like, okay, I'm not going to sit back and just take all these pills. And I came up with this like solution where knock on wood, <laughs> I've been like a year and a half UTI free, but I was getting them consistently once a month for like eight months and just like yeah. pumping myself with this medication because that's just like how it is, you know, you go to your gyno and they, they, they hear a symptom and it's, that's what, that's what it is. And it wasn't yeah, the case for me. There's like a little kind of guide that they go by. And that's a lot of, you know, the whole reason Hummingway started to exist is because my, so my co-founder Olivia, um, ended up being diagnosed with PMDD, um, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. I had gotten off birth control and went from having no symptoms to having crazy symptoms and being met with, well, you know, you can get back on birth control or you can take Accutane and mood stabilizers and like basically anything, but like, why is this happening? Right. And, and Olivia and I had this like separate kind of journey and we ended up coming together because we were both like, this is ridiculous that these are the answers that were fed and that they aren't truly answers. And you're not looking at what is causing the symptom. You're just going like, here's a cover up bandaid and like nothing against, I mean, listen, the way that our healthcare providers are set up, like they don't have the bandwidth and the ability to kind of sit down with you and, and really go through what your body is doing and, and respond to it. And so like part of the Hummingway is an educational platform so that people can start to be their own health advocates because you kind of have to. It's so true. And it, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's not, I'm not trying to, I'm, it's not like a knock on my gyno by any means, but it's like, that's just their way of, thinking. And that's just how they it's were reactive. taught and reactive. Yeah. And I think once I started realizing that 
like once I took control and started asking questions about myself and figuring it out for my body, I was like, oh my gosh. And so I started getting into cycle syncing because I was having like really gnarly cramps. And I was like, this just doesn't feel like this is obviously my body reacting in a way that doesn't feel healthy. And yet I'm just like, oh, it's just my period. And so that's when I started looking into cycle syncing and all the stuff that I was doing. That's like, oh yeah. So (laughs) not what I should have been doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the, the problem I think is because we, again, like we've been taught where we're like, oh, it's just our period and you have to suffer in silence. And, and also this idea that like, you just have to like power through and you have to operate like a man. And, um, and a lot of our systems are set up for a man and not a woman. And so we're just now entering into a time where I think, you know, a lot of women or people with uteruses are stepping back and going like, Hey, this doesn't work for me. Um, this doesn't apply to me. Let's figure out a better system for sure. And, you know, uh, so I started going to pelvic floor physical therapy, which I'd never heard of before in in my life. But, you know, mine was backwards because I think a lot of people go to it like after they give birth to kind of like retighten this pelvic floor space. And Mm -hmm. mine was too tight. And so I was going to like loosen it. Yep. So um, but when I was going there, they introduced me to this um, menstrual cup. And she was saying that I like, because I, I was changing my tampons way too often the like, almost like I was getting, giving my like vagina rug burn or something by like pulling out a dry tampon. Yeah. And so she was like, you should start doing this menstrual cup. And I'm like, literally I'm 33 years old and I've never heard of a (laughs) menstrual cup or how to use it. Like I felt like a teenager again being like, how do I like do this thing? And so that completely changed my life. And now I'm like the poster child for menstrual cups. I'm like, these are life-changing, but why has anybody told me about this? Yeah. And I think that's kind of a more recent thing too. And, and again, we're starting to see a beautiful space where people are being open and, and honest about these things versus it being this like taboo hush hush. But I was like, the, all of this happened to me in my thirties also. And, and I was kind of like ashamed of that at first, but was like, nobody taught me otherwise. So like shame on them, not me. Yeah. And, uh, the menstrual cup for me is like, one, I found that I had less cramping. Like when I put a tampon in, it caused me to cramp a bit. And with whatever, like the pressure of where the menstrual cup was sitting, I had way less cramping. And it's like, at first I had to wrap my head around the fact where I was like, well, you're shoving your hands up your vagina. And like, that's kind of weird. But as far as like cleanliness and hygiene goes, it's way better. I agree. And then my mind was blown. I didn't even realize that tampons were like dunked in bleach. Unless you buy organic. I was never buying organic tampons. Like I didn't even think about that. Well, and sometimes the problem with uh, a lot of like organic too is that then you're having the materials will kind of like piece off. So I'm I'm all for menstrual cups <laughs> and it's way better for the environment. So I'm with you. I also just started going to pelvic floor therapy. I'm pregnant. So I decided to go in before I give birth and, and be proactive. Um, but same thing. My The doctor was like, oh yeah, your pelvic floor is really tight. And I was like, well... <sighs> Okay. So like, it's this like weird process where they're like, all right, we need to like loosen everything before you give birth and then tighten everything Back up. After. Wait, first of all, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. This is your second I'm child, so right? No, first kid. First kid. When yeah. are you due? September. September. Okay. Yep. So wait, is that a Virgo? Yeah. My husband was really, really excited. 
about that. About a Virgo baby? Before we even decided to have, like, before at conception, he was like, I want a Virgo baby. And I was like, I don't think this is how that works, um, that we're going to plan our life around the fact because he's a Virgo. Um, I love your husband already. (laughs) This is my kind of guy. Yeah. Um, Should be, should be interesting. But we're super, super excited. Wait, it's finally getting real. The, um, my pelvic floor therapist also told me she was like, when women give birth, it's basically like you're running a marathon. You know, your body is going through a lot of stuff. And when you run a marathon, you train for it. You go run, you know, you like, um, you get yourself ready by going a couple miles one day and then adding another mile or two and keep going, going, going. And then, but when women give birth, they just, people just expect you just to like give birth and then that's it. And you don't prepare for the marathon. And so I would like that, like totally shifted my mind in terms of like the pelvic floor physical therapy and doing all these things, because it's true. Like your body is going through something super traumatic. So why would you not be like training for it up until you do? Yeah. I've heard the same thing. And my doctors say that she's like a lot of my patients who tend to work out up until they give birth have generally easier births because you are like, you're training for a marathon. It's crazy. And then, yeah, it's the, I, I, I just read this book called bring up baby and it's about like the French system and like how well taken care of their mothers are versus what we have here. And I'm like, this is ridiculous that it is kind of, they're like, you know, we want everyone, women are supposed to have babies, but then like you get pregnant and you have a child and they're like, cool, you're on your own. Have fun with that. And it's, and it is like, I go to a place called origin way. Oh, that's where um, I go. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, do you have, uh, I go to Dr. Anna. Um, no, I do not go. Okay. To Anna, but, okay. um, but actually Kareen, the founder of it is, is one of our advisors for Hemingway. And so that's how I was, she was like, you should definitely get in here. But she kind of introduced that idea to me where she was like, you know, every other part of your body, when there's trauma, you get PT and your body goes through this huge traumatic event and you're just left with nothing. And I was like, Oh wow. Let me get ahead of that. So it honestly, it's, that's so funny that you say that because I'm like the biggest advocate for pelvic floor physical therapy because I had no idea what it was. And it totally, I think, I mean, I did like all the things. So when I was getting all these chronic UTIs, I, I started doing pelvic floor physical therapy. I changed my laundry detergent to like clean and fresh or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. or like, you know, chemical free. Uh, I stopped wearing thongs and there was one other thing that I did. Uh, so it's like hard to say which one of them actually like <laughs> did it, did it. <laughs> or the, the, the menstrual cup. I switched to the menstrual cup. So I did all those things in like a matter of like four weeks. Yeah. Um, but game changing, like life changing, truly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny. I feel like that happens a lot with people and their periods, UTIs, a lot of these things where like you try everything at once and then you're like, what actually worked? Who knows? But as long as it worked, <laughs> great. And that's the other thing too, right? I have to tell people, I'm like, listen, you have to go on your own journey because what works at, we're so yeah. complex, you know? And so like what works for one person may not work for another. Like my symptoms were so heavily tied to my diet. And so my changing a lot of my diet took out a ton of my symptoms. And it's so interesting because it's like, you know, people are like, go on all of these pills to fix it. And like, literally I just had to do the work and change my diet. And now I don't really have the menstrual cycle symptoms that I did. I mean, I have none right now because I'm pregnant, but (laughs) before that, it's so wild. It's so, there's so much to like digest. And so, uh, I'm just happy that you started humming way. And I didn't know. So you guys are, uh, partners with origin. 
No. So one, uh, she, the woman who founded origin, uh, or one of the, she's a co-founder, but, yeah. um, Corrine, one of the founders is, uh, an advisor for, for Hemingway. I love that. Yeah. We're all about, and we have a wonderful medical board. Cause the same, you mentioned earlier that like, you know, you're not an expert. A lot of people come to you, but it is, we were kind of like, listen, Olivia and I know our experience and we're definitely here to change the path for people. And then one introduce. So what we do is introduce non-toxic solutions for menstrual cycle symptoms and an educational platform. Um, but there is, it's such a delicate subject that we are like, we really want to have a board of medical advisors so that they can come back with the correct answers. Um, and we're kind of like, you know, we'll help when we can, but the, the main thing was to kind of provide this service for people. That's so awesome. I just yeah. love you. Like, <laughs> Thank truly, you. I love you too. I feel like we're on such a like similar path. <laughs> well, you know, it's just crazy because I don't like, I, I get inundated with messages from women that have said like, you know, they gave birth and now they can't laugh without peeing and they never even realized that there was like a solution or a way. And like, it just makes me sad that like, I just feel like it's not talked yeah. about enough. People just think they have to live with these. Like, I couldn't imagine not being able to laugh and pee my pants every time I laugh. Like, that sounds miserable. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> my thing, I was like, I have, I have to pee every five seconds anyways. So when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, no, it's all going to happen. But it is. And, and, and that, I think, is even more people are uh, they're not as likely to come forward and talk about those things. Like I'm really lucky that I'm surrounded by a couple of girlfriends who are like, yeah, I pee every time I laugh. And I'm like, wait, that's a thing, you know, but most people don't want to speak on that, but it's, it's something that so many women who have given birth go through. I'm going to, I'll follow up with you after I give birth and I'll let you know. I know. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I'm so curious, yeah. but you know, I do have to give it like I was, uh, because I, you know, I was going and just taking all these pills and it was actually my boyfriend. He was like, this is not good. Like, let's think about this. Like, let's slow down and like, let's figure out a solution. And if it wasn't for him, like kind of slowing me down, because I think also pre pandemic, you're in this like headspace of just like, okay, this pill will fix this. Like I'll take that. And like, you know what I mean? Like it was just kind of go, 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 go. Like I can't slow down yeah. to like actually like figure out what's going on. And like, that was really eye opening for me. Good for your boyfriend. I, it's so funny. I went through some, my husband, um, and my co-founder's mom is a homeopath. And so whenever, you know, we got together, it like completely shifted my viewpoint. Cause I was the same, like I was just raised on like Western medicine yeah. like, doctor knows best and you take whatever they give you. Um, and then my eyes were completely opened and I was just like, Oh no, this is, you know, why am I, t and I was on birth control, but I was on a couple of other medications and, you know, at, made a decision that I was going to try and figure out what was triggering me versus taking a pill to just fix it, which is hard because in the moment, especially if we're all, I think we have a lot more on our plates than we should. Yeah. Um, we want to fix the problem, you know, immediately. And usually a pill is the way to do that. But I, I will say, I think doing the work and being able to be free of those things and really work. I mean, it's all about kind of, I think, balancing yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Collie Power. Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you with lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports. These silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable. There's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Uh, just to back up, how long have you been married? Uh, almost four years. And how did you meet your husband? So we met, he 
uh, ended up moving in with one of the guys that I was, so I was a part of this like best friend crew and there was like five dudes in me. Um, and he ended up moving in with one of them and becoming a part of that best friend crew. And so we just, you know, not organically became homies, um, for like five years, we were just friends. And, <laughs> and then one year I ended up by, when I bought my house, I like, I was, it's a whole thing. I was like two years. It took me to get this house. Um, I was like, everyone come over. And so it was, he came over and it was the first time we were not in a group of people, I think was what really did it for me. And we talked for like three hours. And when he left to go to work, I was like, Oh, I want to date you. <laughs> okay. And then after that, just literally like stocked, he was a bartender at the time. And so I like looked like a complete lush, but just like showed up at his work a lot and sometimes would like close out with him. And he finally, after like two or three weeks of this, got the picture oh, <laughs> that I was sent to him. So you kind of like made the first move. Yeah. Oh. It was, it was one of those things. Cause I'm like, it, it's such a weird thing. Like that well, I was like, how can you be homies with someone for like five years and, and really truly not realize that this is the love of your life. Yeah. Um, and, and it did, it was just like, literally like something kind of flipped and I was just like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I can't imagine because I was never like a guy's girl. Like I never had close guy friends. So for me, it was either like, I want to date you and I want to make out with you, or I don't really want to be around, want to be around you. Yeah. (laughs) Not interested. Not interested. Oh yeah. I grew up, I was, my brother's a year and a half older than me. We grew up on like dirt roads and, you know, horses and mud pies and all the things. So I think that for me, I I get on with guys quite well. Wait, that's so you guys have been married for four years together for how long? Um, we have been married for four. We were together for four or five before that. So like nine years and it's just bliss. And we were friends for like five years before that. So, and just happy. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying to probably so many people around us where we're like, Oh my God, we are grossly in love. And it's like, we wake up every day and every day I'm like, you're my best friend. And he's like, you're my best friend. And it's, I, you know, I think every relationship takes work. I will say like there's definitely moments, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. I think we have like my parents are the same way where they're like kind of gross and annoying in love and his parents are the same way. So there was definitely like a bar that was there for both of us. That's I <laughs> love that. I love the gross and in love because I'm yeah. I'm the same way. And also I was like, I spent so many years like dating and just dating like it was rough. It was a I had a rough go at it. So now I'm yeah. just like, I appreciate him so much more because I'm just like, I was waiting patiently for you and you're real and it is good. It can be just as good as you imagined. Yeah. And do you ever like, I think back now (laughs) I'm like, huh? Yeah. None of those other guys would ever. And I'm friends with a lot of my exes still, but like, I I just look at it now. Yeah. (laughs) Friendly. Like we don't hang out, but like, okay. Okay. There's a difference. Yeah. 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 No, we're, we're like, if one of them were to have a kid, I would congratulate them, you know, type thing. But, um, but I look at the relationships I had and I'm just like, what? Like never, ever would that have worked long-term. I don't know what I was thinking. I know, but I think, uh, who knows how, like, I mean, I think obviously there's a higher, you know, God's looking out yeah. and he's got, got it going on, but it's, there's a plan. There's a plan to like, I think it, I also, I have to say, like, I guess to give my exes some credit, like I also look back at myself in my twenties and was like, like, I'm so glad that me and Paul didn't date because I was, you know, wild. 
I was the same. Yeah. And also kind of just like, I think when you look back in your 20s, and I'm not saying generally, I'm not saying everybody in their 20s doesn't know, but I didn't really know myself then, you know? So I feel like when I went through my first like major heartbreak, it was so devastating because I was like, my life was him and everything that he liked to do. And I was just like, what does Tanya want to do? What do I like to do for fun? Like, where are my friends? You know, like I didn't really have a sense of self. And so that was huge because I was like, if I would have married that guy, I would have been... I don't even know where I would be today, honestly. You're like, I, I would be divorced. <laughs> I would for, yeah, I, yeah, I don't even, I don't, I don't even want to know. Oh yeah. No, I look at that too, where I think there's something to be, I don't know. I'm 35 now. And my mom said to me a, a while ago, she was like, your thirties and your forties will be such a wonderful time because you'll know who you are, but you'll still be young and, you know, kind of have this zest for life. But it's so true. Where I'm like, I don't feel, I mean, I don't feel old, uh, but I definitely feel like I understand who I am and I'm comfortable with who I am for like the first time. Cause in your twenties, you're just, you know, they're meant, I think twenties are meant for mistakes and you're meant to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like I, I'm, I, when I was on birth control too, and I got off birth control, my body just had this like visceral reaction to it. It was just like very jarring to see. Yeah. And so after that, I was like, I not going back on birth control. It's just like not going to happen for me. So that's why it was also really important to figure out my cycles and, or to figure out like my phases. Cause now I'm like, I know when I'm ovulating and I'm just like extra careful. Yeah. No, that's another crazy thing, right? Just figuring out just like, I think it is when you really look at it, you're like, "Mm, it's not that easy to get pregnant. Like, (laughs) you, you know, if you really like track your cycle and you know, you know, I used, I think I used natural cycles. Um, and did like the basal body temperature testing. Um, what's the basal basal body? It's, uh, so it's basically like there. So I like natural cycles cause they came, it comes with like a thermometer and every morning, um, like before you do anything, you wake up and you take your temperature and your temperature shifts slightly whenever you're ovulating. And so if you do it correctly and you're consistent, your, um, the app will tell you like, oh, your, your body temperature has shifted. You're likely ovulating. And then I kind of partnered that. Like I had the strips. This is when I was trying not to get pregnant. Oh. <laughs> but then I had the strips on top of that and was like, oh yeah. Like I could see and track when I was ovulating. Um, but I'm like, yeah, it's really, you don't have to be on birth control to not get pregnant. I know. And I think that's such like a misconception, especially when you're younger, you'd think like that's the only way. Yeah. Well, that's why I went on it where I was like, 16 years old and had like, that's the other thing too. Like a lot of people, again, I'm like, if you want to get on birth control, fine, but understand what it's doing to your body. Right. Um, (laughs) before you do. And I had no idea. I wasn't told about any of the side effects and, uh, just got on it at 16 before my body even had a chance to regulate my period. And so then coming off of it 16 years later, when I was 32, you know, my body was like, what is going on? And so of course I had like hormonal acne and crazy mood swings and debilitating cramps. And it was just like, my body was, was rebelling against the fact that like all of these symptoms had been there, but I had just kind of been masking them for so long. And it was a horrible time. I know it's like, it's very crazy. It's so crazy to think back. Yeah. But then once you, why did you, did you get off of it because you were experiencing the UTIs or did you just decide? No. So I got off of it because I was not in a relationship anymore. I was going through a breakup. And so, and I wasn't like into, like, I'm not really into un or, uh, unattached sex. Like I was like, I'm not gonna be like sleeping around. So I just kind of got off it to give my body a break. And then when I realized 
what it did to my body, I was like, oh, I can't go back on that. Yeah. Like it's going <laughs> to be. Yeah, a, that's a, it's a hard pass for me. Yeah. But I feel like when I started taking it, it wasn't really, I don't want to say an option, but it's just like, that's what it was. You know, like you're, you start having sex, you get on birth control. It was just like, that's what it was. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, I could literally talk to you for like a hundred years about that, but I do want to pivot into your podcast because I love the concept. So it's called the twilight effect. And you guys are basically, you dissect each twilight movie. You take it piece by piece. Yep. So we will rewatch a movie, my co-host Mel and I, and then we'll do a couple of episodes where we just break down like kind of the play by play um, with all of our thoughts and concerns about it. And then we do a couple of episodes um, with someone. We try and kind of tailor it so that the person that we're interviewing has a heavier part in that movie. Um, So we'll do a couple of guest interviews and a couple that's just solo me and Mel. Um, But we've had some really fun pop-ins for people for the rewatches as well. Just like people that do twilight parodies and anyone who's kind of within the twilight realm, realm. Um, or that twilight has had an effect on, we kind of bring onto the show. Was that time like crazy for you? Yeah. I mean, that's, what's been really fun about the podcast is that it's so like when we were all in it, it is, it, it was this wild machine and like vacuum fishbowl thing that we were a part of. Um, and all of us were super tight lipped and didn't really talk like we were kind of media trained and like, you know, there was only so much information you could give away about the film. And we were really tight lipped about our, our personal lives. And so getting to do this now, 15 years later and really explore what we were going through has been really cool. Cause it was like, when you think back on it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that was insane. And like, there are not many people on this planet who have gone through the same thing that we've gone through um, or been able to be a part of something that I think has had such profound impact on people's life. Like it's really cool to still be able to talk. We bring a lot of like fans on to talk about their experiences and it's, it's beautiful to see like the positive impact it's had on people's lives. Yeah, uh, for sure. But I remember, um, so I was, I'm like friends with Taylor Lautner and I remember when I first met him I can't remember what, I think this was maybe like five or six years ago, but um, there was like a security guard was with them. And I was like, just talking about security stuff. And I didn't, you know, you don't, the, 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 the safety behind it all is, is quite like, I didn't, obviously I experienced it and I loved Twilight in that moment also, but I don't think I even understood the, how grand it was until like almost recently. Oh yeah. It, it's, I think that's one of the things that people don't realize a lot is that when you're part of a franchise like this, it is like, it's a wonderful thing, but your life's changed drastically. And there are things that you don't think you have to worry about, like security measures that it, it does. It kind of thrusts you into the spotlight. And also we were in our 20, <laughs> we were in our twenties that time when we were figuring ourselves out and to do that in the public eye was also, you know, not always the easiest thing to navigate. Yeah. I can't, I cannot <laughs> imagine. My mom was like, I like remember coming out of a club one time getting photographed and my mom was like, is that really what you would be known for? And I was like, damn, okay, no, yeah. you're right. But, but like, <laughs> how do you, but like, you can't do anything. Like, what do you do? You just like live in a shell. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a battle. Well, I made sure where it was like, at least if you're coming out of clubs, don't come out drunk, but it is like, it's an unfair kind of thing where you are in your twenties and, and anything you do is spoken about. And at the time 
I think press was a lot nastier. Yeah, it was not a nice kind of place to be like um, things have certainly shifted now. And so, yeah, I think you had to kind of walk on eggshells a little bit. Was your did was your husband a fan of the of Twilight or was he like, I don't know that he's even seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like he's seen one of them. He definitely no, um, he can appreciate it, but no, it's not really like we've been rewatching them, um, at my house. And so he'll like pop in, in the room and see some things and like kind of understands what's going on. But it's funny, like he doesn't, he wasn't really heavily affected by it. Even like, I remember my dad and my brother at a certain point when I invited them to the premieres being like, oh, that's okay. You can invite you can invite someone else. And I was like, okay, like, you know, it just wasn't their, their thing, thing, which I can kind of appreciate and like created some normalcy in my life. Yeah. Is that, what is your, what does your husband do? Um, he is an entrepreneur at heart. So he has a, so he's like not, uh, to- not in the industry. He's in, he does, he directs and he is, and he writes, but he's not an actor. Okay. Yeah. Which is nice. It's nice. Cause he gets like, he can appreciate what I do, but is, I don't know. Being another actor, I think, comes with its own slew of difficulties. I can't. I just the schedules alone. I feel like is cause for a lot of conflict in relationships with like actors and actors because I'm like, you get you your life isn't your own when you're like on a set, right? Like you're yeah. like you have this twelve hour schedule and you're just filming and you have to maybe move somewhere and live somewhere else and it just feels not really conducive to. Oh yeah, partnership. I, I remember going through that in the midst of, excuse me, in the midst of Twilight, um, where like I would date someone who also was in the industry in some form or another. And like, yeah, it makes it really tough because neither of you is going to give up your job. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm like the people who, who do make it work, bravo to them. Cause I'm like, it is nice having like Paul will, he'll come, he won't come out and stay for a long time, but like, we don't, you know, the two week rule we try and stick by and, and it's nice to be able to kind of, you know, he can pick up at a certain point and come visit me on set. Yeah. Which is nice. My mom still doesn't understand though. Like <laughs> she, I, my mom's like, so do you have, I was maybe going to go film this movie, um, before giving birth. And, and my mom was going to come out with me, um, just to make sure that I was like, okay. And she's like, do you have your schedule yet? Do you have your flights yet? Like, I need to know. And I was like, mom, I don't know until they tell me like, right. she still doesn't. You're- where she's like, well, what are they going to tell you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right. Like you, you just have to do what you're told. Like you are you kind- get on a plane and you go. Yeah. It's so wild. Did you, I don't know if you saw, did you see this quote by Jamie Chung? And she was talking about, um, her decision to have a surrogate and, she basically said, I don't want to misquote her, but it was something along the lines of like, um, she'd worked so hard in this industry and she didn't want, she's like, I didn't want to miss out on opportunities because I was pregnant. And I was just like, you know what? And she got a lot of heat for it, but I was like, mm-hmm. I'm so like proud and and happy that somebody's saying that out loud because I think a lot of women, and I know a lot of women it, that feel that way, you know, like they're not necessarily they don't have a surrogate, but they get there. They get a lot of anxiety when they're pregnant and then they go on maternity leave because they feel like they're missing out on so much and that oh, yeah. their career is going to like stop. And, you know, you get off the treadmill for a second and you feel like you're out of it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, nobody talks about this stuff. And I'm glad that she's just like saying it out loud because we're all having these conversations behind closed doors when all of us are feeling it. Yeah. And she's, I love Jamie. 
Um, she's actually a friend of mine and, and I commend her for saying that. Cause I think that's a, a difficult thing to say and a difficult decision to make and be honest about and something I completely understand. Cause I'm, I, you know, no matter how much I wanted to have this baby still experience those things because it is tough, especially, you know, when you're a man and your wife is pregnant, you can still work throughout it. But yeah, as a, the second, I knew that the second that I announced publicly that I was pregnant, that would be it until after I give birth and after I'm ready to go back to set. And then it is kind of that game of like reintroducing yourself and being like, hi, I'm still the same person I was before and I'm ready to go back to set. And it's definitely something like that seeps into my mind every once in a while, even now where I'm just like, oh, that, that moment of me being ready to go back to work and maybe having to wait an additional six months because you know, I'm not at the, like on everyone's tongue anymore. It's, it sucks. It's such a weird, like I have, I've never had a baby, but I, I try and put myself in people's shoes because uh, I was just talking to one of my girlfriends and she was like, it's such a, like, it's such a trip to, in your mind. You know, she's like, you're watching other people do your show and like do your thing and get close to the people that you work with every day. And it's just like, it's this weird, but you're so happy to be at home with your baby. And, and, and you know what I mean? Like, it's this weird thing. It's like a dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I was like, like why did, yourself. you know, like, why doesn't anybody talk about this stuff? You know, like nobody, but everybody feels it. Oh yeah. I'll come back on it again. Post baby. I'll tell you all the things that is happening. Cause I'm like, it's, it's so true. We're like, you obviously are grateful for the time that you get to, cause some people don't get to have maternity and they don't get to spend the time with their children. And so that's the other side of it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, when you're sitting there going, Oh, but like I do like already, because it's been a couple of months, I'm like, Oh, I miss being on set. I love being pregnant. And this is, you know, one, a wonderful time, but like, I already miss it. Do you love it? Being pregnant? Being pregnant? I don't think I love it as much as some people where like some people just like are like I could have 18 kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Um, but it, I have been very, very lucky. And it's like a it's a very cool, like the baby is kicking. And so like my husband being able to feel that and like that, like those connections are being made right now. So it's a really special time. So I think like this part, I'm like, oh yeah. The first, the first trimester, I didn't really feel pre- like I was just like, uh, I feel kind of hungover. Oh, <laughs> like every day. Like it wasn't, I didn't, thank God I was very lucky. Didn't have like severe nausea or like anything debilitating, Yeah, but I couldn't tell anyone. And so it was just like this time where I was like, uh, okay. And then you get into the second trimester and I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. I can, <laughs> I can get behind right, this. Right. Like you're like, I can handle this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I know you're a busy gal, so I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're amazing. And I'm just grateful to have you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. This has been awesome. And please come back after you have your baby. I will. We'll come back and, and talk post baby, how my pelvic floor is doing. I, I have so, uh, don't even get me started. I have so many questions about birth. Are you doing a, um, all natural birth? Yeah. I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. So I think I've come to terms with the fact that everyone says like you make a plan and then the baby's like, just kidding. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I would like it to be as natural as possible. I've, it's so funny. I've decided that too. M- mind you, I have no idea when I'm going to have a baby, <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> listen, I'm a planner too. I support. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do an all natural birth. Uh, and then that's what everybody says. Like, yeah. Okay. Wait till you wait till it comes. And I'm like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. That's always been like my mom, and his mom both did natural births. And so like, I think it's just like a 
that's what I have known. Yeah. Um, but I also have some friends that are like, pass, like immediately got the epidural and are very happy they made that decision. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to be able to push it out, but uh, I know like we were made to do this. That's what I keep going back to is I'm just like, we have been doing this forever and our bodies, like it's kind of, I, that's one thing I've enjoyed about pregnancy is like reading on all of the changes that happen and how your body is literally made for this and grows a separate organ out of nowhere to, to keep your baby alive is, you know, it's, it's mind blowing. So I'm kind of so far I am oddly calm about the, the idea of having to actually birth the baby. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send you all my good, uh, good vibes, good juju and good everything. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week and thanks for scrubbing in. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it <laughs> i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com you know in today's world it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.